this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am Estat Foster. And you are now listening to the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's up with you, brother? Can't call it, man. You know, another day. Just trying to uh trying to get shit done, man, behind the scenes, man. You know, yeah. you know a lot of the shit that I'm working on, man. So mm-hmm. it's just uh trying to get a lot of things straightened out. Uh, dot the T's. I mean, cross the T's, dot the I's, trying to do all that type of shit, man. Right. But uh, how you feeling, man? Everything good? Oh, great. You're on another level. You dotting the T's, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the big. Nah, uh, man, I'm great, man. You know what I'm saying? I, um, You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I told you off air, man, I'm waiting to get this license, man. Ohio got this stupid rule where they got to send you your license through the mail instead of getting it when you go to the BMV, so uh outside of that man everything is great you know what i'm saying I, um i've been brain, i've been doing a lot of brainstorming bro i've been doing a lot of brainstorming i told you a few ideas off air um mm-hmm. i got some more stuff in the works that i'm thinking about doing um especially with this podcast i uh you know what i'm saying that's something we'll talk about later of course but you know i know we mentioned the patreon thing um not too long ago and you know what i'm saying i've been sitting down writing down some ideas for it that I want to run across you and see, you know, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, possibly even, you know what I'm saying, going uh, to the socials with it and seeing, um, the, for, you know, with the listeners, if, if they have any ideas or what they would like to see out of the Patreon or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, man, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Crossing the T's, dotting the I's, man. Just, just brainstorming and working, bro. Hey, man, I feel you, man. I mean, and, and look, and that's a dope idea, man, because I'm trying to think, like, I haven't, now, I've only heard clips of Patreon episodes, you know, shit mm-hmm. like Flagrant 2 or, you know what I'm saying, Joe will put us some clips in. They, they tend to have different types of conversation, you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, when it comes to Patreon. So I'm yeah, just trying man. to think how Flagrant, I'm going to be on them up like a Patreon Oh, trust episode. me. Oh, trust me. <laughs> on, the, on the Patreon, it's, it's going to get crazy. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we ain't got to we ain't got to hold back and be PC on the Patreon. So oh yeah, definitely that's gonna, that's gonna be a uh, you know what I'm saying a fire thing to do, man. So um, man, listen, this you know what I'm saying everybody already knows this is you know what I'm saying the, the snowfall episode, of course. But before we get into it, before mm-hmm. we you know what I'm saying get to talking about this crazy episode that just came I'm up, telling you, you know what I'm saying because it, it's some things going down. It it's is some things it's, going down. Yeah. You know what I mean? But before we do that, man, of course, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's the second episode of the week. So you already know we got to talk to y'all about what we watching, man. Um, as I'm about to start calling it the side chick movies of the week. <laughs> <laughs> These are the movies, you know what I'm saying, that basically are the side chicks to the episode. These may even be some movies that you can watch with your side chick. Who knows, man? Let's get into it, man. What we watching? What we watching? So, man, what you got, bro? Oh, I'm up first. So, yes, sir. 
this is something I started last week, right? And I okay. mentioned it, but I, I, I told you I started something new, but I was like, I'm going to save it for next week because I was finishing up. I ended up watching this. Like, you know, when you get into one of those Netflix shows and they're just like, I'm going to watch a couple. You know, watch episode here, episode there. Dude, finished it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a show came out last week called Pieces of Her okay. on Netflix. Yo, that shit was dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. And like basically what it ended up being was um so long story short, there's this lady having lunch with her daughter. You could tell like there's a little bit of friction there. Um so they're they're eating at this restaurant and this uh lady and her daughter come up and like they're having a conversation with them. So there's this dude in the background just looking. So then the dude gets up. Now we're talking about a white suburban neighborhood. No crime ever happened there. Mm-hmm. A restaurant full of white people. White dude get up, pull out a gun, shoot the one chick in the chest in front of everybody. So everybody in the restaurant go under the tables and shit. And then the mom trying to comfort her daughter, dude shoot the mom. Mm-hmm. So then dude go to shoot the other girl. She had on like a like it's like a police uniform, but she's a nine one one call a dispatcher. Yeah. So she's not really a cop. <laughs> So the dude thinks she's a cop. He's like, you a cop. Why you ain't doing that? <laughs> and so her mom steps in front of her, right? So mm-hmm. old dude run out of bullets. Oh, so he man. pulled out a knife, a big-ass Rambo knife. Yeah. He goes to stab mom Dukes. Mom Dukes put a hand up, and the knife go through her hand, right? Uh. So she's standing there, and then she do this little move and cut his neck while the knife was in her hand, right? So you thinking like, yo, there's something up with this chick. Long story short, we end up it being they ended up being the lady ended up being in protective custody um, mm-hmm. for the FBI, and her daughter never knew. Her daughter was like thirty; she's yeah. been in protective, protective custody for thirty years. Daughter had no idea <laughs> they was in oh, protective shit. custody. And what it was, they did a like a political crime back in the day, and mm-hmm. they ended up kidnapping somebody and got some ransom money for it. And oh. what she did is she sold her uh, boyfriend back then out, but he was on the run. He was on FBI most wanted, all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, pieces in it, man. But it ended up being a really really good show, man. So Netflix is called Pieces of Hurt. Came out last week. Okay then, okay then. That sounds alright. I have to put that on my list, man. Um. Okay, so for me, uh, I don't have any TV shows. I'm not coming off of no streaming services, man. I watched The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, you know what I'm saying, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, and a host of other people. And um, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm on the fence. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a bad movie, um, but it wasn't what it what everybody hyping it up to be either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Uh, I believe it was like, I think it was, man. What what was I listening to? Oh, uh, Van Lathan. Um, he has a podcast called The Ringerverse. Uh, he has a podcast with a group of other people, and they call it The Ringerverse. And um, his his side of the podcast, they do instant reactions. So like, they watch it and then instantly go to the pod, right? And so, um. On on that episode of the Ringerverse, they were saying how it's like top three in all the Batman movies, and 
I thought about it, man. I, I I thought real, real hard. It's not top three, bro. It, it may be top five, six at best. I mean, mm-hmm. six at, at the least, at the least, six at the least. It don't go no further than six, but definitely not top three. You know what I'm saying? It, it's fighting for like the five, six spot, but it's definitely not top three. But um, I wasn't disappointed, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's I'm not sure where i'm at with it yet i may i may have to watch it again just to you know what i'm saying check it out it was a lot of easter eggs in that joint but um my only beef with the movie right is that every time somebody is talking to batman while he in costume they trying to sound like batman (laughs) (laughs) that's my only beef in the movie so like um uh jeffrey wright salute to jeffrey wright bro Actor extraordinaire, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite roles that Jeffrey Wright played uh, was Peoples. Uh, I think his name was like Peoples Hernandez and um, and Shaft with Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> he plays um, Jim Gordon in the movie, right? Oh, he, he Commissioner Gordon, well, not Commissioner yet, but he Commissioner Gordon in the movie. And like the, every time he talking to Batman, <laughs> he sound like Batman. So, like, if you're not paying attention, and like, you know how like you be doing something, and you can still hear the movie. Like, if you just yeah. listening to the movie, it sound like Batman trying to talk to Batman. So it's like yeah. that's the only, that's my only beef with the movie, though. <laughs> so outside of that, bro, everything is good. Zoe Kravitz did a hell of a job as Catwoman. Um, even though she wasn't like officially Catwoman in the movie, but she was, you know, what I'm saying Selena Kyle. Um, Jeffrey Wright did do a great job playing Commissioner Gordon, though. And um, Robert Pattinson, man, shocked the shit out of me, but he actually played a pretty good Batman. I'm not mad at it. I'm definitely not mad. Now, if you saying who are the best Batmans, Robert Pattinson is definitely a top three Batman. I will say that. Okay. Well, I'm going to go I'm gonna see it tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you like Jeffrey Wright, like you say, I'm telling you, man, there's a Netflix movie called All Day and Night, man. I'm telling you. This he's, is a different he, he's, he's the yeah, star? Well, he's he's like the co-star. And um it's a movie that I had told you about a while back, but um because Jeffrey Wright is just a he's he's a different he's a different kind of actor because he's like he's mysterious in like everything that he plays. And one thing that he do, the roles that he select, he's usually always a smart guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's never like the dumbest dude in the room when he play a character. So he's really uh he's re- he's very particular about the things that he do. But um but yeah, man, I'm gonna go see I'm gonna go see the Batman tomorrow, actually, man, to see uh see what's rocking with. Man, I had people hitting me in the DMs. Like, yo, but have you seen the Batman yet? I'm like, I ain't seen it yet. And they're like, yo, like this Batman is is the best one and nah, 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 all this type yeah. of stuff. I was like, man, slow your roll. I said, give me a chance to see it. Yeah. And I was like, I'll yeah. get back to you. So yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see it tomorrow, man. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like um he's it's like he's he's a younger Batman. And I think like this, like this is well. I think the only other person that really did it like that was Christian Bale. But like, this is like young, young Batman, right? Like mm-hmm. this is where, 
you know what I'm saying? He still kind of got that anger in him. Like, uh, he still, you know what I'm saying, got that chip on his shoulder. But as far as him, like, playing, because, like, they kept saying he was, like, an emo Batman. But I'm like, nigga, Batman is emo. Like, like, <laughs> like that's I I didn't get that, but I mean, as far as what he was doing, he he shocked me. I you know, Robert to me, Robert Pattinson is always um Edward from uh, Twilight. Twilight. Let yeah. me ask you this though: one question before we move on. Mm-hmm. I had somebody tell me that when it came to Tenet, he killed it, and John David Washington was all right. I had somebody tell me that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, what movie are you watching? I like now he did. Well, you a barely job. you barely see Robert Pattinson but, in that movie. But like what what David what John David Washington had to do and learn how to fight backwards and all this type shit and like everything like I was just like, yo, I I we didn't see the same movie, obviously. I was like, yo, we didn't well, see the same thing. Like, but okay. They they may be an Edward fan, man. Could be, could be. I wouldn't. Uh I was <laughs> Team Jacob, unfortunately. I mean, I, I was too, but I was just so sick of old girl. But I was like, "Look, man, you need to make your mind up, yo. Who you trying to be Dude, with? Yo? She yeah, got on my nerves." I didn't like the fact that they made them turn into wolves. I we ain't going down. I know, I know that. It, that's <laughs> I, yeah, that shit pissed me off. Like that was they was at such a disadvantage, bro. In the fights, I'm like my nigga, yeah. he's a wolf. He don't got no thumbs, no nothing. You these niggas, <laughs> like, come on, bro. It was just stupid, bro. It's stupid, man. That's funny. All right, man. So um, we finally here, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Got the what we watchings out the way. Y'all make sure to go check those out. Um, but episode four, man. Initial thoughts. Where you at? Oh man, so much happened. Yes. I mean, there's there there's so much to cover here. But that my initial thoughts was, um. There, there is about to be a whole the whole thing of where there's smoke, there's fire. Like there, there's some smoke right now. Oh, indeed, like, it's about to be a huge <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you you can feel it, you can sense it. Um, I'm still trying to. Um, when when we get to Leon, I, I think that that's another Leon is is becoming like. Even though he's not on the screen as much as he was in the past, mm-hmm. his scenes are so interesting now. Yeah, to where it's like he is becoming like a huge vocal point because we don't know where he's going. So he steals the show too. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's going to be like the whole story. The story of Leon is interesting. Uh, seeing Sissy back, I'm trying to figure out. Who she with? Who she working for? What she done got involved in? Sissy and some shit. So my initial thoughts, man, was it's just like, yo, this show just gets better and better, dude. Like mm-hmm. with, with episode by episode, it's getting better and better. So man, they're they're as, doing a tremendous hey, as job. As always, man. As always. Um, for me, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Um, you already know how I feel about the cop. Yeah. So that that first scene when they showed him and um, Lou talking at the uh, I mean, Lou, I'm sorry, Louie, when him and Louie was talking under the uh, train, the train tracks or whatever the hell they was. um, It just it just go to show you, man, like dude is a dude is a trash bag, bro. 
to to go through the projects and do what he did. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when Louis was like, you know, our people, and he was like, what you mean, our people? So, you know what I'm saying? I kind of figured he was one of those type of people. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm interested to see where that dynamic goes because I got a feeling that uh, Louis going to have to catch a body. And if she don't, it's going to be Jerome. So I don't know, man. Um, that was very, that was a very interesting scene. Um, also, man, Sissy coming back. Oh my goodness. That's that, that was out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. I didn't think she was on her way back. Um, I thought she was going to, you know, stay down there uh, out of the fear of what happened to Alton, but she came back and uh, it's some, <laughs> it's some things sparking up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, listen, man, the other dynamic with Louie, man, between her and Franklin, you know, that was um, that was that was something else, you know what I'm saying? Them at the dinner with, the, you know, with Louie doing what she did, I think that's going to kind of cause a rift between her and Jerome right now, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, of course, her and Franklin, you know, Episode three, we seen how to end it with them two kind of beefing. And then now we kind of seeing how, you know, that's that's kind of, you know what I'm saying, being extended. And then um, yeah, like you said, Leon, Leon is of course, like I said, he do, he's doing a great job. But I think this is this is the beginning of I think this is the beginning of us seeing like Leon go down this like revolutionary path. I, I think like later down the line, because I think we only got what maybe six episodes left, maybe. Yeah, I thought they're probably gonna go to ten. Yeah, they might do like ten or eight. Hopefully, they do ten. Um, but I think we're gonna kind of see Leon getting away from the game. You know what I'm saying? The more and more this season goes on, and then uh, V, you know, listen, she is uh, she's something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot we it's a lot we don't know about her. Yeah. Um. Of course, like I said, she popped up. Well, we know she popped up out of nowhere. But when she, you know, when she was talking to Franklin and, and they was, you know, having that conversation on the couch, and then she cocked that gun. I was like, oh. So, oh no, man! It's listen. They they throwing some uh, they throwing some haymakers on this episode, man. So where you want to start, bro? <clears throat> that definitely are. Let let's start with uh with V real quick. Uh, okay. I don't I don't want to I don't want to throw I don't want to throw everybody in the fire yet. Um, this is something. This is just for if we just got people who just listen to the Snowfall episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found out some information. Uh, I spoke about it on the coming soon of the last episode that we did. That V actually been around for a while. Right. Um, when Franklin bought that, well, he kind of strong on this uh, family who owned a a black bookstore into selling the the store. Well, they ended up doing a lawsuit and V actually was, I think she was his lawyer Mm -hmm. and they formed a friendship since then. And that, so he, he didn't just meet her a year and a half ago. So he's been knowing V for a while. So let's get that out of the way. But V has parents issues, apparently, um, her mother, I don't know if her mother was in the game or if her mom was a prostitute or what, but her mom was into something. 
mm-hmm. because she was like her mom, you know, taught her how to use a gun because she would have to save her sometimes. And it's like, like, okay, so what kind of background did you have? You know, so she actually they're starting to pull back some of the layers and we're starting yeah. to learn more and more about V as the time go on. So it's like, okay, now they haven't pulled back enough to where I'm, I still don't have my, you know what I'm saying? One eye looking at her, you know what I'm saying? While I'm sleeping, like I'm, I'm still not, she's still not out of the woods for me yet. Right. And it's just like, because it's with her wanting to be more involved and going to the club, when she usually don't go when it's a mm-hmm. situation like what happened at the project. Like she usually don't go, but now she's going. And it's kind of like is the reason you want to be there is to you know, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop saying she the police, but I'm just saying like yeah. it, it, it's, just, it's just something weird about it, man. Something weird about it, but... Interest, um, that's an interesting point real quick, though. That's an interesting point because I'm going to tell you what I think. I think that that's not her doing that. I think that that's Franklin, Franklin asking her to do that. And the reason I say that is because that conversation that I don't want to jump too far ahead, but that conversation that he had with Leon, right, when he was asking him about going to the dinner for Sissy, and he was mm-hmm. saying, like, yo, you know what I'm saying, family is, like, you know what I'm saying, family is important. Like, that's the most important thing right now. So I think that <clears throat> he's trying to get her to come along so he'll he'll still have that image. Because if mm-hmm. you notice... He also had Dallas and Black Diamond with him when he went to go see Leon, too. Yeah. And it seems as if, like, you know what I'm saying, they kind of getting acclimated into, you know, that um, that family role. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting was he didn't have peaches with him. Not when he went. Not when he went there. Not when he went to see Leon. He didn't. We didn't see Peaches this whole episode. No, we but didn't also, see Peaches. You remember he was playing dominoes. Right, right, right. I'm Frank sorry. You're right, you're right. To the club, he got up, but yeah. then he sat back down. So I yeah, thought yeah. that was kind of weird. But, and then, and then yeah. also, and then also, him bringing them two along, and that I think you know, what I'm saying he's trying to get them acclimated into that family role. But <clears throat> with her being there, I think that's kind of giving you know so like he's trying to show that first off she could be trusted you know what i'm saying because he trusts her of course but she could be trusted and then not only that you know she's she kind of you know what i'm saying as far as the business side she kind of the damn brains of the operation i mean not the cocaine operation but the yeah. actual business you know what i'm saying the real estate thing that they doing she kind of you know what i'm saying holding it down yeah, because I think that's a lot of hats for Franklin to have to wear. You know, being yeah. 24, having to run a drug enterprise, mm-hmm. you know, you get your pilot's license so you don't have to hire someone <laughs> else. I, I think that was the main reason he got the pilot's license. It's for the simple fact I don't want to have to pay somebody and then I would have to trust them yeah. to, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. a lot. So, you know, you get your pilot's license and, and you're trying to run a real estate thing. So I, I think there's a lot of hats to be wearing and then also dealing with the stuff that he's dealing with with Louie Louis and um, Jerome. And then mm-hmm. you got Leon over here who's, like like you said earlier, like he's he's inching away from the game. Right. You know, and I mentioned, and I say this again, like ever since he shot that kid, Leon has been different. Yeah, so, big time. Yeah, so we'll stay in the V, but we'll kind of, but we'll kind of move into Sissy a little bit because, like, mm-hmm. so 
they're having the the conversation where Leon is going ape shit about what happened at the uh at the rape. Yeah. Which he should he should be he should be very upset because right. his door was the one that was broken in like everybody else's door is fine coincidentally yeah you know what I mean yeah. so he he stops talking sissy walks in and that's when sissy's like you know I heard the news and that's when everybody found out that V is pregnant mm -hmm. and it's like initially seeing her you know first she went home and mm -hmm. she noticed that somebody was living there or whatnot. She started having visions about the past and things like that. But, like, what are your thoughts on every time that we saw Sissy? She's another person. Like, when, when she's on screen, it's kind of like. Oh, man. She you kind of perk up a little bit. Like, you kind of yeah. like, you know, like, like I kind of lean in mm -hmm. to make sure I don't miss nothing because, mm -hmm. like, she is doing a, a, a tremendous job. Like the actress that's playing her is doing a tremendous job, man. So how did you feel about, you know, that that scene of her walking in? You know, the scene of her um, when they was in the limo. Uh, one of the most important scenes, which we'll we'll get into that because I think that this is very important when she was talking to Leon, and then of course how the show ended. Like, like what was your, what's your thoughts on on what we seen with Sissy right now? Um. Well, first and foremost, I think I, I want to say her name is Michael. My, it's her, so, her it's, real it's name something is like that. Yeah, she Michael has she has a Hyatt. guy name. Yeah, but it's I think it's pronounced like Michael Hyatt or whatever. But um, it's interesting, you know what I'm saying, that she plays this role because. Like she she's <laughs> she's not that old, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like she's yeah. not like she's not this like I don't know how to pronounce it, but like she's really not that old. Like Dude, she's probably wanna... in like her late forties, maybe if that. I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's the same thing I talked about on um when I did that episode with my cousin Brandon when we did Fat Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's pops. In house party, yeah, you know, you know, he, when he died, he was thirty six years old. You talking about Robin? Um, Robin Harris, yeah, yeah. Robin Harris was thirty six. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's just he like, was, a, and he had a high school student and kid. It's yeah, like, what the fuck? yeah. So like, this is like the same situation. They they have this like maturity about them on screen, especially in this role. She has this, like, because this isn't the only thing that she's been in. I've seen her in other things, but, like, in this in this so particular, especially in this role, like, she has this maturity about her, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for her to be so... Um, also, she's British. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's not forget born that. Born in England and yeah, her Jamaican and, parents. Yeah, her and Damson, you know what I'm saying, with that British connection. I think that's why they, you know what I'm saying, kind of work so well together. Mm -hmm. Um, but her in these scenes, she, it, it's not the, um, for me, it's not the lines. It's not the, when she's talking or and it, it's her facial expressions, her mm -hmm. body language, you know what I'm saying? The, those, those, you know what I'm saying? Small pieces of acting that usually, you know what I'm saying? Bring out the, the character and like, when they, when she when she went to go see Franklin and uh, Veronique at you know what I'm saying the office 
And you know what I'm saying? She was, like you said, she knew somebody was at the house and she was talking to Wanda. And it was weird because I thought that she had knew Wanda. But I don't know why I thought that because that was Leon's girlfriend or whatever. I don't know why I thought that they knew knew of each other or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? She got introduced to Wanda or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, once they start breaking everything down to her, you know, she was sitting in that chair and then, you know what I'm saying, she zoned out. She zoned out. Yeah, yeah, she zoned out. Like in the middle of them talking and, you know, getting straight to business, she zoned out. And then, um, you know what I'm saying, even her going to talk to Leon, you know what I'm saying, her body language and that, it was like she had this motherly aura about her. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't go in there and hassle them about nothing. It was it was like a caring, nurturing, you know what I'm saying, like vibe that she was carrying on top of, you know, listen, I know you want to do something stupid, but it's a better way to do this. So it's like even at the even at the dinner, you know what I'm saying? At the dinner, she was chipper and but you could tell like in the back of her mind something was bothering her and we already know that it's you know Alton's death but it's just like the way she the way she portrays that worry the way she portrays that you know what I'm saying like that anxiety is it's amazing bro like it's amazing but I, I think that she's doing a great job as far as um not just portraying that but just like we said with Leon, the scenes that she's in, they have to focus on her. Even when she's not saying or doing anything, they have to focus on her. Like even with um, like even in the in the scene with her, you know what I'm saying, at the office, like just you know, saying Veronique was talking to her, you could tell just like the response to Veronique. Like it was just when when you know what I'm saying she was saying stuff to her. Or even just like when she was talking to Wanda about, you know what I'm saying, living in the house. She was like, oh, you the person that's been living in my house. It wasn't like a snooty thing. It was just like like a month. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody mom, like, oh, you the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You the person that's been there. So I think I mean, she's doing an amazing job, man. What you think? She is, man. And also, you also got to <clears> know, <throat> we never seen Wanda mama. We never seen Leon mama. You no, know, we have seen Leon mama. We seen Le- yeah. Leon mama once. Cause it was, oh, okay. um, it was when oh, actually we seen yeah, the more than yeah. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the uh, first time is when they went out. over there. The first time when they went over there, or Franklin that went over there, and it was all them kids in the house. Yeah. And then it was another time when he had went back to go get that money that he was had he buried in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was too. She so, let him spend the night, but she told him you can't stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we. She was mad that she spent the money. That's right. That's right. Exactly. exactly. Um, but I think that I don't think they're communicating though. Right. You know, and also we also got to remember what what she done for him. I mean, I, all I like like at that time she didn't say much. Like Mm-mm. Sissy is like one of the most important characters in this thing that we really don't appreciate enough. Like mm-hmm. when when Leon was going through that shit, she didn't say nothing. Right. All she did was braid his hair. But that's all he needed. Yeah. He didn't need a lecture. That that, you know that motherly that motherly nurturing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's all he needed at that time. And like she's doing that now. So let's go ahead and get into the shits. I think mm-hmm. that so Leon go meets with Javi, and so he's going off. And Javi's trying to talk him down. Like, look, I, I've seen these type of revolution things in my life. 
real the real yeah. the real version yeah. of it too. Yeah, Javi's Javi's, you know, when you look at his age, you know, when you're talking about I thought it was 1986, but I saw a calendar in the mm -hmm. back when when um when Louis and Jerome was having a conversation. The calendar mm -hmm. said 1984, but the land bias shit happened in 86. I don't know if the calendar is old or what. You so might let's be just old say, calendar. so let's say it's 1986. So if Javi is in his like 40s and 50s, he sees some shit. Yo, big time. So so he's trying to tell Leon like, yo, like, look, I see some shit, and the shit don't end well. And what I thought was a stupid thing that he said and, was, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. You actually making a great point, actually, because and I, don't, I, we can't. I, I want you to keep where you at, but I don't want to skip mm -hmm. over that because I, you just made a great point. So if he's in his forties and fifties, right, mm -hmm. then he has seen some real shit because what in the eighties. If you take that back, well, 40 years ago, he was like, what, uh, maybe a, in his early teens or just getting into his early teens during, like, the Holocaust. But we don't know what – where is Javi from, though? It, but he's like, Jewish. He's Jewish? Yeah. That's right, because remember, he was fucking he was killing the Nazi. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, you're right about that. That's why I said – but go ahead. Go finish that. I just, yeah. I just wanted to touch on that because that was an interesting point. Yeah, so he's trying to have a conversation with him, and he and but I thought what was a, a now look, everybody's different. But mm -hmm. when he was like, you know, when he was talking about how successful it could be, and he was like, look, he said, it depends on what you think success is. He was like, if I could take one of them out before I go, mm -hmm. then that's successful. And I'm like, I don't know, like, right, but, right. so he just like so basically they made a deal. He said, come back in a few weeks. So fast forward back to him having a conversation with Sissy. I think that he had his mindset on what he wanted to do. Thanks. I think that conversation with Sissy, I think now with her telling him, yo, I was, you know, I was with the Panthers and we found other ways to help mm -hmm. the neighborhood without firing a shot. He's like, maybe you should. But then like once she started going in depth with it, I think that she started to I, I, I think that. From him going to zero to to a hundred, I think mm -hmm. he kind of backed down to the fifties and forties because I think mm -hmm. now he's like, oh shit. Because when you think about the thing that the Panthers done when it came to free clinics, when it came yep. to SNCC and WIC and shit like that, that Breakfast is the program. shit that yeah, that's the yep. shit that ended up helping the black community. Mm -hmm. And Leon, Leon just want to fire at the cops because you know what I'm saying they hit him in the mouth. But like what Sissy's mm -hmm. trying to tell him, and you also gotta look at what he did. He he uh he's messing with this bus driver and he's taking the people out the projects to different places. Mm -hmm. So he's already on that good track. And like yeah. she told him, you're gonna end up dead or in jail, and that's exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. So what how do you feel about that conversation between Leon and Sissy? And do you think that he kind of, you know what I'm saying, slowed his role a little bit? Or you still think he's like, nah, fuck that shit. I want to shoot all these cops. Well, before I get there, I want to get to the conversation with Leon and Avi because that was uh, that was to me part one of the conversation with Sissy and Leon. Um, because they was because Sissy and Avi was kind of saying the same thing. Well, not even kind of; they were saying the same thing. Like, yo, you know, you can go to you can go to bat with them if you want to, but you know what you got to realize is we talking about the police. We talking about you know, if you get 
if you get up on them, then they can call in the National Guard. And the National Guard can turn into the Army. And that's what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that the situation Ivy's coming from is, you know, we know that he's some type of European. You know what I'm saying? We know that. Um, Now, where nobody knows, of course, but we know that he's some type of European. So we know that he's probably seen some some war torn moments. Um, like you said, him being in his maybe fifties and sixties, ain't no telling what he really seen. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was smart for him to have that conversation with him and let him know, like, yo, you know, you can do this, but this is something that you really have to pay attention to. And the key point in all of it was if you die, then who's going to be here to protect your people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then going into the conversation he had with Sissy, she said the same thing. You know, just like you said, they want you dead or in jail. Because if you're dead or in jail, then who's going to protect your people? You know what I'm saying? I think that was the whole focal point of those conversations. Um, excuse me, especially in contrast of like you said, what he's been doing by taking them and just uh, you know, taking the kids in the neighborhood and just taking them to a beach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with with most people, you see that or you hear that, and you just think, well, he's just going to the beach. There's nothing, but you gotta think about it like these kids have never left the projects. These kids have never left this area. So for them to go see certain things and go, you know, say, see different places, like that's expanding their mind so much more. And then they'll realize as they grow older, like it's so much more out here than just this. You know what I'm saying? So I think that um, that conversation that he had with Sissy was very important, not only because she was the mother figure, not just for Franklin, but for him also. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't like they don't know each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think in, in that scene where she came in when he was, you know, hiding from um, Scully and them and she braided his hair, like that was just one of those things, like taking it personally, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got, you know, saying best friends that I call brothers mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? Like they come to the house and they call them my mom, mom. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? My brother Dre, same thing with him. I call his mom mom. I don't I don't call her Miss Carter. I call her, you know what I'm saying, mom. Like because we've been around each other so long, it's like family. So like him and Franklin are like family, you know what I'm saying? Like so for her to have that conversation with him, I do think it brought him down. I do think it's going to have a different effect on him and make him actually think about you know what I'm saying, the route he want to take or maybe even plan out different what he's trying to do. Now, do I think he's still going to go get them weapons? I 100% think that because he's definitely going to be prepared next time. But I don't think that he's going to be the aggressor in certain situations. I think, like I said, I think he's going to we're going to start seeing him take a totally different path because we're already starting to see it now. You know what I'm saying, with doing the thing with the kids on the bus. But we also seen it last season where, you know what I'm saying, he was talking to, I think her name was Tiana, uh, Scully's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, like, he was talking to her, and he was just like, yo, like, I didn't mean to shoot your child. Like, that was never, I would have never did nothing like that. But, you know, it's, you, you kind of, you you seen his 
and I don't want to say growth. I'm just saying like you kind of see his evolution because it's a it's a different. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's not really growing. He's really more so changing. And I think after that you'll start to see his growth. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see uh, how he responds to that. But that conversation, man, she definitely got him down because you can see yeah. in his face, like in his face, even like he really thought about. Um, you know, saying like what she was saying, she was making some valid points like, yo, okay, you can go out there and you can shoot with him. But, you know, what I'm saying if you dead or in jail, then what good are you to the community? You sitting here talking about the community. Well, the community needs you and the community can't do nothing with you if you dead or in jail. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that was I, I think she I think she had a influence on him for sure. And and I think that look I look don't get me wrong I get it but I think that he's going just a little to the extreme to where he couldn't take one night to go celebrate with sissy it's just like dude like well, I get it but it's just like so what you gonna you gonna end your whole life because there's some bad shit happening to black people it's like well, dude, it's, that happens it's every not day. Just, it's not just that bro like you also got to remember it it didn't just happen to black people it happened to not just his people it happened to him. Remember, his house was the only house that got raided like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about his mindset. Like, okay, so they must know something about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think in those shoes. You know what I mean? So at this point, I think it's more so survival than anything else. You know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be out here, um, you know what I'm saying, pretty much stranded and, and open when a situation like that comes about, or you don't even want, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you don't want your habitat to be open and stranded. You know what I'm saying? Like one night out kicking it with the, you know what I'm saying? With your folks could be another raid and then ain't no telling what happened in. So, I mean, I kind of understood how he was feeling, but I do agree that he, he, he should have went to that dinner. And then maybe if he went to that dinner, we wouldn't have had the, you know what I'm saying? The uh <laughs> the the beef moment. Yeah. So how do you feel about listen, yo? This, <laughs> this rapper dude, man. We gotta get into him, man. This dude, <laughs> oh gotta, my god. Oh my god. We gotta get yo. into him. Hey man, yo. hey man, listen. Yo. First first and foremost, first and foremost, I will say this. That shit was weak. He need to get back in the studio because them shits was trash. But the fact that this nigga is writing dishes in the eighties and really telling, like really he ain't tell. he real ain't. names and everything. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. He ain't, on, he ain't making no metaphors. He ain't got no similes, no entendres. Nothing. This nigga is just snitching on wax. Get this man out of here, bro. Who is dude? I don't know who this dude is, but he, <laughs> yo, he had, hey, Jerome was in there crying, my guy. This dude had to rewind the tape, pause it, Bro. and rewind it. He said that Jerome got eyes but can't see. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Unk, what'd he say? Unk got the nephew is with the, with the blind eyes and can't see. Oh, come on, man. Yo, I'm like. But Leon, Leon shot TT and none I'm like, yo, who is, who is doing this? And, and why is this going that, through the hood? And you thought nobody was gonna say nothing. Like you, you sit there and saying how Franklin ain't no saint for number one. That's what he said. And then he's like, he killed uh, you know, rest in peace to Tiana and all this shit. So you know they're killing people, but you gonna put it on wax? 
and okay, tell now this and is, think that nobody's gonna come to you. This is the only inter this was the interesting thing to me, right? So this has to be like the late this has to be 86. Mm-hmm. Because like niggas wasn't first and foremost, niggas weren't really rapping like that in Not the yet. early 80s. So it, in was, 80, it was coming, but it wasn't yet. Because I think NWA, <clears throat> well, I think straight out the company came out in 89, but they had that one album. No, no, I'm talking that. about like the way I'm talking about the way he was rapping. Like the way he was rapping, like niggas wasn't rapping like that yet. Because you got to remember, like, yeah, because it was like, don't push me. Yeah, uh, yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, like, like so, the cadence so, was different. But no, no, but like the way he was rapping, like that sounded like a nigga that was rapping in 86. He was offbeat. He couldn't find a pocket. Like, <laughs> all that shit was just horrible. But it was interesting because, like, he was dissing them. But, like, around that time, that's around the time that, you know what I'm saying, like those kind of tracks was coming out. And then the only thing that threw me off was, like, the cassette tape thing. Wow, that's, yeah. Like, 86? am I tripping? Yeah, yeah cassette tapes. 86? Yeah, I think yeah, cause I think cassettes was out then because you got to think about it. CDs came out in the early 90s. Right, right, right. But I'm I'm trying to think, like, when was 8-Tracks? 8-Tracks was like the 60s and 70s, right? 70s, yeah. Okay, okay, never mind then. Cool, okay. That's the only thing that was throwing me out because I'm like, because when I was looking, I'm like, did niggas have cassette tapes? Like, but I, I guess they would. Yeah, yeah, 86, yeah. Cassette tapes was out then. Um, okay, cool. Then, that's yeah, the only so thing that I, I was going out by. Yeah, I, I just I just felt that I don't see why this dude thought he was like, yo, man, y'all killing my whole album. It's like, no, you killing your whole album. Like, like first what are off, you doing? First and, off, that album is weak. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just call it spade a spade. Stop rapping, sir. That's what you should stop doing. Hey, at least he tried, but it's like at the same time, it's like, yo, man, you can't you can't change no names though, really. Like, even though they still would mention it out, but like, yo. Dude is wilding. And all it all it does is now we have to think this way. Did they get all the takes before the takes got out? Which I don't think they did. So I think well, that I mean, somehow I don't think that's gonna make a difference because at that time niggas wasn't going down for lyric shit. No, but I think that if that take fall into the wrong hands, it's gonna come back on Franklin and it's gonna cause another issue. That's true. And I don't think all of the tapes were caught. I think that some of them tapes got out before, and I think we're going to see that later. And I think that's when they're going to kill that dude is when I don't know if maybe Scully going to hear it. I don't know if the cop dude going to hear it. Somebody's going to hear that tape. And hey, it's going to hey, cause man. another hey, issue. Quit bringing that nigga up. The cop, man, the cop dude, leave him out of everything. I don't <laughs> like that nigga, man. I don't either, that, man. That I better don't. be Irene Abe part two. It's gonna be, it's gonna be because they're gonna have to put it in a situation where, or either it's gonna be a situation where she give him some bad drugs, lace with some shit, and he's just gonna die from Dang, an overdose. I ain't think about that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what she's gonna end up doing. Well, see, nah, like, nah, you can't do it that way because that's gonna be bad for them. Well, not if he does it at his own home. If he do it at the club, then yeah, it's gonna oh, yeah, be bad for them. Point. But if he do it at home and then they just you know they're like, hey, what's name didn't show up today? Then they go to his house and he and nigga that bitch dead. Just, yeah, well, I mean, battery acid. Hey, listen, that boy Teddy might, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah, but I don't think Teddy know about him yet. But no, not yet. I'm just saying Teddy find out. Yeah. And and also uh to, to get to him, I, I don't think Franklin understood until until uh to Teddy said this, even though he's in the middle with Teddy still and they still got this awkward relationship. But mm-hmm. I think what Teddy said when they had that meeting made a lot of sense. And I know Franklin's mad, but it's the truth. He said that he said that you don't have any people at the you know at, 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 at LAPD. He was like, yo, your mm-hmm. dad blew my whole cover. Yeah, he fucked all that up. And he's like, he thinking like, shit, he did do that. So now the decisions that his dad made then is now affecting him now when mm-hmm. Teddy was trying to tell him, yo, we got to take care of your pops. Mm-hmm. And when he called Teddy out by his name, by the Reed name, he lost all of his contacts that he had with the FBI, I mean, uh, with the LAPD. Mm-hmm. So that did come back to backfire on Franklin. Yeah. So, um, man, let's get into this dinner, man. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? Every They have it. Well, Franklin's holding, you know what I'm saying, a welcome back dinner um, for Sissy. And, you know, Jerome is asking Louie to um, show up even though her and Franklin are having issues, you know, Louie is like kind of, you know, falling back from it. She could t- kind of tell she didn't want to go. Well, ain't no kind of tell. You could definitely tell she didn't want to go because of what her and Franklin were going through. And then basically, you know what I'm saying? Franklin had to uh, woo her into the situation. You know, he had to basically make her feel guilty about what was going on. And, you know what I'm saying? He finally got her to come around. Um, but unfortunately, what ended up happening was um, Louis felt the way about what was, you know, about the Franklin situation still and maybe had a few too much to drink. And then, you know, you could you could tell it was tension in the air. Even even Sissy seen it. Um, but, yeah, you know, Louis kind of pulled a dirty move, man. I think I think she was in the wrong on this one. For her, you know, asking about Alton, especially in that in that environment, yeah, yeah, it's setting. That's a better word. That's a better word. Um, but especially in that setting, you know, um, with them just trying to celebrate, she kind of, you know, saying flipped the script on everybody, man. And then you kind of seen it in Franklin's eyes, like, should I off this bit? Like, should I? (laughs) Should I kill her? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know that's my auntie and all, but should I, you know, I mean, we ain't related, but should I kill her? So I thought that was very interesting, um, especially with what she did, bro. I, I thought that was a dirty, dirty move, too. Um, how did you feel about her bringing that up and just kind of like putting all the cards out on the table? You know what I'm saying? It was it was a bad move, and then also you're gonna sit there and be funny and act like you're not gonna go. And Jerome got to convince you to go, and then you go, and then you cause a scene. Yeah, it's like like Louis, like like what is up with you, yo? So, um, she is. I, I thought that it was. I thought that it was a bad move. I thought that, like you said, that the the setting, the mood, all of it was wrong. That wasn't mm-hmm. the place to do. And what ended up happening is that ride home got awkward. Yeah. Because 
he tried to change the situation. Uh, I meant the conversation to say, "Yo, Jerome them got a horse, and Jerome yeah. is playing alone, like boom, you know." Right. I mean, because it's his sister. He don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he especially do that in right that now. in that in that setting, like you said, bro. Like we here to celebrate her coming back. Like this ain't the time for that. Yeah, this ain't the time for that. And then that conversation that it sparked. It's like now I'm. Listen, man. This show is so good about doing this. Yeah, buddy. I don't know what sissy's. I I I don't know what her intentions are anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's like, she's like, yo, Franklin, like, don't leave me in the dark again. Like, I'm not trying to be a burden, but I mm-hmm. want to help. Mm-hmm. But then we see her meet with the dude, and she's like, yo, I had contact with my wait, family. Wait, no, don't, don't get there yet. Don't get there you yet. You know, it's like, like I, okay, okay, but it's just like, is is she being genuine, or is it that she's trying to end this shit once and for all? Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? That's what I was so, thinking too. What what are you feeling, man? Okay, so okay. So I don't wanna I don't wanna get to the to that because that's we're gonna do that next. But for as far as the dinner part goes, right? And the ride with you know what I'm saying, her, Franklin, Veronique. Um, I think the dinner just kind of exposed um kind of a, a chink in Franklin's armor. At the time, for Sissy at least, um, and then the ride home, I think she kind of used that. She she kind of used the emotion from that to basically, you know, put herself, you know, what I'm saying in the in position to get in, you know, so or at least get back in where she was because she she made a um a very interesting point talking to Veronique. She was like, well. Well, talking to Franklin about Veronique, she was like, well, I bet she knows about everything, don't she? And he was like, like, yeah. And she like, yeah, I bet she even knows about, knew about Teddy and everything else. So, you know, so she kind of gave him that good old guilt trip. Like, yo, you know, you can tell your girl everything, but nigga, I'm your mama. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk to me too. Come on now, hit, let me in. And so I thought that was interesting because, uh, you know, about especially about what we're about to get into. Um, like you said, her intentions may not be as genuine or pure as we think they are. And, you know, this may be, unfortunately, another downfall for Franklin. I mean, this one is, is different because, you know, at first it was Alton, you know what I mean? And he kind of had a shaky relationship with Alton. So I think it's easy for him, especially like the way they talk about it. I think it's kind of easy for him to, not really care about Alton getting killed in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Because he, you could tell he's, he still has some sort of resentment there. But I think with this situation now, it's going to be a little bit different if Sissy is the one that's, you know, taking Alton's place. So let's get into it. The meeting at the diner, last but not least, man, the, the meeting at the diner, you know what I'm saying? End of the episode. Sissy is talking to um, this guy named Ruben, and or Ruben or whatever however he said his name. Um, he seems as if he's like uh, this Cuban uh, connection. You know what I'm saying that that she that they probably had 
you know what I'm saying, ties to. Um, you already know, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, about the Panthers being linked up with the Cubans and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Chai Guerrero. Now that's what I'm interested in seeing too. I wonder if they I wonder if they talk about Chai Guerrero in this too. Because I think that was around the time he was, you know what I mean, doing his thing. He was a revolutionary around this time. I want to say, let me double check. But um, the 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 conversation she was having with Ruben, she kind of seemed kind of shaky about it. But it seemed as if, like, basically she was giving him information about Teddy, um, mentioning how, you know, he's back, you know what I'm saying, and she can – you know, get in contact with him and all this other stuff. Well, she knows how to get contact to him and everything else. So when you seen this, like, what was your initial thoughts? Um, Like I said, I don't know what her intentions are. Yeah. Um, so that's that That was my first thoughts was like, the, the for them to end the show like that on that cliffhanger, I was like, oh, shit, like, what, what is Sissy thinking? And my whole thing is what I believe she's trying to do. First, first of all, she want to sit down with Teddy before they offer. She's made that clear to see if he's going to admit what he did to Alton. But I think what she's going to try to do is, I think what her intentions are is to make sure she do help Verony mm-hmm. with with the whole plan that they got put together, get rid of Teddy. And then get Franklin completely out the game. Right. I think that that is what her intentions are, and she's also gonna she's gonna she's gonna use the baby card. You know, look, you got a baby on the way. This is the best time to get out. And but she also wants answers and revenge on Teddy as well. So I think mm-hmm. that may be what her intentions are, but I don't know how Franklin's gonna feel about. I, I think Franklin's whole thing is he don't want to be forced out. Mm-hmm. I think that he wants to leave on his own terms, and I think that that could put some resentment towards him and Sissy, but also we don't want to really admit it, but Franklin has a fear for Teddy. Like He knows that Teddy could really fuck him up. I don't think he fears Teddy. I'm going to tell you why. You got to also remember that whole situation with him and also went and fucked all those people up. We was like, yo, Teddy's more than what we thought. He wasn't pushing papers and shit like we thought he was. No, 100%. I, I agree with you on that, and, but I think Franklin don't fear Teddy. Okay. I think that um, so to me, right, Franklin and Teddy are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Very calculated. Um, they they pay attention to detail. Hyper intelligent, you know what I'm saying? Like they they are very very smart people. Um, Teddy is the Teddy is the privileged version of Franklin to me, right? And mm-hmm. Franklin is the less privileged version of Teddy. Um, even in their interactions, right? Like you don't really like when he's talking to Teddy a lot of times, like ain't no like you he don't fear him. He he's like in, in some in some instances, like he he buck up to Teddy and you know what I mean? Like he let him know, like, hey yo, like don't forget, nigga, like I'm moving this for you. 
Like, yeah. I ain't doing this to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, uh, I forgot what episode it was, but when they had the conversation, he was like, yo, yeah, you chose me to move this. You know, ain't the other way. I didn't come searching for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think on the other side of that, Teddy knows, like, yo, this this dude is super smart. He knows basically, every, I mean, like, he knows everything that's going on. And... You know, if he wanted to, he could possibly end me. Um, remember when everything had happened, he had those fouls. Like uh, I want to say it was maybe season two or three, and he had when he had the house, when he bought that one house, and then he just had like yeah. everything out, and he found out about Teddy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like so, to me, I don't think he fears him. I just think that he know like because he mentions it a lot. He says it. He he said it maybe like two or three times in this last episode. He said like, "Yo, as long as I keep moving product for him, he ain't gonna do nothing to me." So yeah. I think he knows like, as long as I'm doing everything that I got to do, we gonna be okay, and we don't have to worry about that. So I mean, that's just my process. I don't think he fears him though. I think he just he's aware of the situation and he knows what roles everybody's playing in. Okay, so get to the sissy point. About how you feel, like what what she's into, what you think may happen. Okay, and all that so with with sissy, right? I think, and and that's why I, I brought up Shagarev because of um his, you know, what I'm saying like his links with the Cuban, you know, what I'm saying uh, revolt and everything else. And I and I hope they bring that up because I mean I know it was the the long, way before this happened. I think it was like twenty thirty years before this happened. Um, as far as timeline wise. But that that ideology, right, mm-hmm. is going to be something that is being brought into, you know what I'm saying, what's going on, um, only because it's kind of the same fight. You know what I mean? Did her going to Cuba and possibly running into revolutionaries, possibly even meeting other Black Panthers. We may even hear about Afeni Shakur, whatever the situation may be. Um no, is that right? Afeni? Ain't that the one that went to Cuba? I think so. Because Eldridge Cleaver and his girl, they went to Algiers. Right. Um, but Afeni is the right one, right? That's, that's I believe the one that, I believe so. I believe okay. that's the one that ended up going to Cuba. I think it was another one that went to Cuba as well. I can't remember who that was, though. Yep, that's her. Afeni Shakur. Okay. So we might even hear about like Shafini Shakur and everything else. So I just wanted to make sure I'm getting these facts right. I don't want to just be saying nothing. I mean, um, so yeah, like so for her kind of witnessing that Cuban revolution and then coming back to the States, you know what I'm saying? Her being a former Black Panther along with Alton and everything else, like I think we kind of maybe misjudged who she is really. Okay, you know what I'm saying that that might be the twist that they throw at us this season. But I mean, her meeting with Ruben is, um, I think that's a a, a a super focal point in the show. I might have to even go back and rewatch that just to catch. You know what I'm saying? Something maybe I I, I may have missed, but I think that's going to be like a huge turn in the show because now it's going to be something to where we can see why she's zoned out in this episode. We can see why she wasn't as attentive as she usually is in those environments. Um, 
I think she really has it out for. I think she's going to try Teddy, and this may be either to me. I think this may be the death of Sissy or the death of Teddy at either the end of this season or if it's another season, then. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Cool, cool, man, man, great fucking episode. Mm-hmm. So, um. Listen, man, if you guys watch Snowfall, you know what I'm saying, you guys want to, you know what I'm saying, talk about it, hit us up, let us know. We'll get that uh, going, you know what I'm saying, follow us on the social medias, you already, you know what I'm saying, know. Um, and talk, man, let's talk about it, you know what I mean? But let's get into this coming soon, bro. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, so coming off of Snowfall, man, I think that this documentary is the perfect <laughs> segue. <laughs> this is the perfect segue, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> for um for this, you know what I'm saying, for this whole conversation. Not only was they slanging that, you know what I'm saying, that coke in, in Cali, you know what I mean, and, and rocking it up, but they was just slanging coke in Miami, man. Miami was the place to be, you know what I'm saying? We saw Scarface. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We seen Carlito's way. You know well, that was saying? in New York, though. Yeah, but but they was all of the same, you know. <laughs> Nationality. No, they was all of the same route. Where well, do you true. think they was getting it from in New York? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I-95. Hey, go straight up and down, baby. Go straight yes, up sir. and down. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, you got to get on that highway every now and then. Nah, nah, nah. I do 85. 95? 95 is yeah yeah I do I do more oh, that's right that's right you further you further yeah I'm further in yeah, yeah. you further okay um so yeah um this this documentary I already watched and let me tell you something bro these niggas was doing <laughs> <laughs> when you get money bro when you get money right you never know what you really into until you really get money yep these niggas had a boat racing team, bro. And was on ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> a boat racing team, bro. We talking about Cocaine Cowboys, man. The King of Miami Netflix documentary. Y'all go check this one out. This was this was wild, bro. This was super wild. Matter of fact, I think I think this was like this was Scarface was based off of, wasn't it? Yeah, like they they, they took some things, you know, kind of like how how. Uh, how New Jack City, where yeah. the writer of New Jack City took some stuff from the Chamber Brothers. Yeah, like they kind of they kind of did that okay, with Scarface. So. They, t- they kind of took some shit. Well, the writers of Scarface took some shit from their real story. I thought so because I remember them mentioning that in the doc. Um, but man, let me tell you something, bro. These niggas had a boat racing team. I didn't even know boat racing was a thing, bro. Hey, living around demographic, man. I'm telling you, when you <laughs> get money, Miami. When no period, just money. When you get money, you realize, bro. It's it's there's all kind of things to do in this in this country and in this world, but you can't access them unless you got that paper. Let me yes, tell you sir. something. They had that paper. They did. They had that paper, man. So, um, next episode, man, y'all get ready. We gonna bring y'all um the story of the cocaine cowboys. I don't like I don't like the fact that they named them the Cocaine Cowboys only because they're in Miami. Well, well, it's a series. Like this is the yeah, third sure. installment. So like the yeah. Billy Corbin just 
just uses the name Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah, you know I'm just saying, like, I just don't, I just, no, I'm just saying just in general. I just don't like the fact that they named them Cocaine Cowboys. I mean, I get the alliteration, but you can't call them Cocaine Cowboys. They weren't in Texas, man, or, or in the man, West. Man, that's just like, like dude, Cocaine Cowboys 2 was talking about uh, Gazelle Blanca, man. Hey, let me tell you something about Gazelle Blanca. Hey, I love her name. Gazelle Blanca just Gazelle sounds Blanca like. Gazelle a fire name, but she was a fool. She was, but she had a boyfriend, a black dude who just hey yo that shit was funny. Shout out to him. Yes, he was like the Stedman of the drug game. <laughs> he was. He definitely was. That he was, shit the Stedman was of the drug game. But um, nah, man, listen, the Kings of Miami, man. This is this is around the time where you know what I'm saying those those tropical button up linen shirts was hot. You with know the, what with the taco meat showing. With the taco meat showing, small gold chain. You know what I'm saying? You may or may not have a fedora. You know what I'm saying? Definitely got the cigar popping. Hey, listen, this is this is when this is when um this is when Vice City was was the game to, you know what I'm saying? That 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 whole Vice City, you know what I'm yep. saying? Grand Theft Auto. Yep. This is Grand this Theft is Auto, what it's yep. all about. This is what it's all about right here. This is the reason why Vice City was one of the best. Grand Theft Auto games because of stories like this. So go check this out, man. When we drop it, you know what I'm saying? Also, you know what I'm saying? Hit us up on the socials, IG and Twitter at ViewAnonPod. Um, hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Let us know what you think about the episode and previous episodes before. Um, also, you know what I'm saying? Let us know about the fire flames whenever, you know what I'm saying, you listen to the episode. Hit us up with that. Um and hit me up, man, on Twitter at Scoops Bronson. You could also hit me up on TikTok at Scoops Bronson TV. Make sure you hit that follow button. You know what I'm saying? Also, you can hit me up on uh Twitter too, man. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want to donate to the show or if, if you like what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? You want to give a little change? I got that tip button on uh Twitter. Hit that up. Yes, sir. And y'all can uh, follow me at S Foster Eight. That's on IG and Instagram at Twenty Eight Minutes or Less Pod on ig um still got the episode of euphoria season two still out but i got something else on the way so be on the lookout for a new episode of 28 minutes or less and you can find it on all major platforms and uh appreciate everybody for listening man appreciate this uh support for sure man just like as i said man thank you for listening we thank you for your support greatly appreciate it and um like they say in hollywood man uh Never mind, that's a bad move. I was gonna I was gonna act like I was sniffing cocaine, but that's horrible. So oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why I was about to do that. Oh, man. Anyway, man, like to say Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>